This is Here in Taiwan on Radio Taiwan International. A special welcome to all of our uh, viewers on Facebook. For you, it's Tuesday, March 23rd. Uh, if you're tuning in via radio, it is Wednesday, March 24th. In the studio today, we have Paula Chow. Hello. We have Shirley Lin. Hi there. And I am Andrew Ryan. Uh, in today's show, we're going to be talking about some very interesting topics. For example, I'm going to show you this website where you can track how much water is left in the reservoirs of Taiwan. Uh, spoiler alert, not much in some places. In fact, zero in one of the reservoirs, which I'm, I'm nervous about. Are you guys nervous about that? Yeah, a little oh, bit. Oh, yes, because the, our premier said Taiwan is facing the worst drought in 56 years. Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, goodness Please gracious. Uh, another story we have is, uh, do you think that more people are going to the library or less because of COVID-19? We'll have the answer. And also, uh, worshippers at Taizong, a Taizong Temple use a unique food offering of mochi and peanuts. Why? I actually have no idea why. You're going to tell us later, right, Shirley? Of course. All right. All that and more in today's Here in Taiwan. Don't go away. We have some people tuning in. We've got uh, Javaid Iqbal, who sent us some lovely gifts on our... Or gifts, I should say. <laughs> Not gifts. <laughs> okay. On our Facebook feed. Oh, nice. Um, also, and also they say, uh, greetings from Javaid Iqbal uh, in Sheikh, uh, Sheikhpura, Pakistan. Am I saying that correct? Um, let us know if I'm saying leave it incorrectly. Let us know. Yeah. Yes, please do leave a comment. <laughs> let me know. My, uh, my my pronunciation is probably not the best uh, when it comes to uh, place names in Pakistan. So you have to forgive me. Uh, you actually had a story in today's news, uh, Shirley, about was it you about water shortage? No, it was Paula. No, yes, me. my story. Oh, okay. You said uh, worst drought in 56 years. Uh, it makes me nervous. I know. Uh, same that's here. Pretty, it's a severe problem. Yeah. Now, a couple years ago, uh, more than a couple years ago, about nearly 20 years ago in Taipei, we had some water rationing in 2002 yep. and 2003. You remember that? Yes, I do. Not but the best of times. this is worse than that, huh? This is much worse than that. That's well, scary. Well, actually, I shouldn't say it's much worse than that because we haven't started rationing water yet. Well, True. Um, however, I do want to show you that there is a website that shows you how much water is left uh, in our reservoirs. Uh, it's all in Chinese, but uh, I'll tell you the website is called water.taiwanstat.com. And you can see little circles uh, with water levels in them. The blue ones, of course, are the reservoirs that have plenty of water. The red ones are where there's probably not quite enough water. So with that image in mind, I just want to tell you about a couple of the reservoirs that I'm I'm nervous about. <laughs> One of them is called Baihe Reservoir, uh, which is located in Tainan, and that is currently on this website. It is at zero percent capacity. Oh my Whoa, goodness! That, that's pretty serious. That is pretty oh, serious. Oh um, no. Of all of these uh, different ones on the page that we have listed here, there's 21 total. We have only four that are blue, which means that they have adequate capacity. 
Okay. The rest are red and orange, which means they have inadequate or uh, low yeah. capacity for water. Yeah, that's serious. Uh, fortunately for uh, those of us who live in the northern part of Taiwan, uh, the Feitui Reservoir is doing pretty, I guess, pretty well. They've got 83% capacity. In fact, they've, they've got enough water that I think the uh, mayor of Taipei says that Taipei could be sharing water with other parts of Taiwan uh, that are in need. Sorry, where's that? Feitui Reservoir actually <laughs> serves you and me, uh, Shirley. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, serves the Xindian District. Okay. Yes, it is. It's close. It's in New Taipei City, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's just around the corner from us. Oh, good uh, to know. And it serves parts of New Taipei and Taipei City. If you want to check out that, uh, that's again water.taiwanstat.com, and you can check out um, some real-time water levels at our reservoirs here in Taiwan. Islam Raza says hello. Uh, how are you? Rainy day here in Lahore, Pakistan. How is it there? Uh, I'm glad you're getting some rain. I know that some parts of the world maybe don't need as much rain as we do. Um, we could use a little extra here. Mm. Today's kind of dry Certainly. in Taipei. Uh, yesterday it rained it a little rained, bit. But today, yeah, the um, rain stopped. I'm worried that the rain is not enough. Even the rain that we had yesterday is probably not enough to really add to the water levels in our yeah. reservoirs. The other things yeah. that the government's pushing forward with are, was it called underflow water? Underflow water to explore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Underflow water to dig wells. And oh, also oh, yeah, digging wells. Oh, yeah, desalination wells. as well, mm-hmm. turning uh-huh. seawater into potable water okay. or use, useful water, maybe not drinkable. And right. transfer water from one reservoir to another city. And oh. also recycled water, like oh, yes. gray water, mm-hmm. right? So this is interesting. Uh, apparently, COVID nineteen has an effect on uh, people who use the nation's uh, libraries. Do either of you visit the library regularly? Um, I went to a public library a couple months ago, but I went there as a tourist, not to read books, because I went to um, Beitou Library. It's actually a green building, right? Uh-huh. So I w- went there to see the building, not to <laughs> not to read the books. Yes. You're not supposed to tell people that, Paula. <laughs> and last year, I also went to another library in downtown Taipei. Again, I didn't go. You know, go there to read books or to borrow books. I went there to um, to donate the books I no longer read. Oh, I think I donated okay. over forty books. Wow! Yes. Nice. So, on behalf of the uh, library system, I'd like to thank you, Paula, for your service. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> How about you, Shirley? Are you a library visitor? No, not at all. Again, I went to the Beethoven um, Library. Years ago, it's with, cool. uh, with an ex-colleague, it's a, it's Wesley very, Hoser, to do a show. Yeah, it's oh, a very yeah. nice place. <laughs> it's they do some really fun things with, um, I guess, green energy and, mm-hmm. and keeping the building. Recycle the rainwater. Yeah, uh, they do that for the toilets or something. I yeah. think so. Yeah, uh, it's a beautiful building too in the uh, Hot Springs community of Beto. Uh, but Paul, you're going to tell us a little bit about the effect of COVID nineteen on books. Let me make a guess: more people are going to the library because they want to read. They want to stay at home and read. Is nope. that right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. On the contrary. Oh. Uh, actually, because of the COVID-19 outbreak, uh, visits to public libraries dropped over 30% mm. in 2020. Yes. Wow. Is that, I wonder if that's huh. because people are using their cell phones more or using uh, their iPads. I think people simply, you know, want to avoid, um, you know, public places. Oh, yeah. I think that's, you know, what... That's what most people have in mind. That makes sense, right? Yeah. But it's but it's interesting that the number of ebooks borrowed, you know, grow more than forty percent for the second year. 
Oh. Right. So do you think that's made up for the lack of uh, visitors at the libraries in person? Um, I don't know if that, you know, really, um, that's a factor. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it shows that, you know, people, more and more people want to borrow e-books from public libraries. Well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a wave or of the future. E-books. Yes, yeah. but I don't like e-books at all. <laughs> I, I, I like know physical e-books. books, no e-books. So e-books are for rent? Yeah, yeah. so if you uh, check one out at a library, my parents oh, do this. Um, I know that. So if you check it out at the library, it goes onto your iPad, and it stays on there for a specific period of time. Oh. And when it's on your iPad, nobody else can check it out. So it's a, it's a limited e-like book. You right. know, I had no idea. I thought that you have to buy ebooks. Oh yeah. no, you can borrow that ebooks from the for library. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So, do you uh, all out there? Uh, do you uh, b- borrow ebooks? Do you get them from the library? Uh, do you buy ebooks? Uh, I don't buy a uh, borrow a whole lot, but I definitely buy a number of them. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get used to using ebooks. I'm. I'm like. Being dragged, kicking and screaming into the digital era when it comes to reading. I, I still don't, you know, I still don't like ebooks. I prefer, you know, like, yeah, you the can s- feel the pages, the paper, and smell it. Yes. <laughs> you know, you can put marks on it, you know, and yeah. That's I mean, I true. do have a couple of like ebooks on my Kindle, mm. but, um, but I paid for them, you know. Yeah. It's just not the same. So. so, Gino Wong says, we miss Wesley. Yeah, we miss <laughs> we Wesley, miss too. I'm going to tell him to, to tune in at this point in our show. <laughs> uh, also, Islam Raza says, a very informative discussion you have. Um, and Radhakrishna Pillai N says, which is the biggest library in Taipei City? That's an excellent I question. I think it's our central library. I think yeah. that's right, too. Mm-hmm. Right, not far what from the presidential office. Right, right. Across right. from Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall, right? Yeah. So, that would probably be maybe even the biggest library in all of Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like the uh, Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., uh, except it looks different. <laughs> different mm-hmm. building. I went to the restaurant in the basement. Did <laughs> in you? The library, yes. They actually have this big machine where you can uh, rent or you can check out books via a machine. And mm-hmm. it looks like a vending machine. And you can flip through all the books. And you press. it has like a little conveyor belt in there. And then you, uh, you can check them out. And the book drops down and you can pull it out. You can also return the books, I think, digitally as well. Oh, good. Well, that's good during the pandemic. You know, yes. No contact. Yes. People. Yeah. I heard that some places actually also use infrared lights to disinfect the books. Oh, Ooh, wow. that's yeah. good. Which is kind of a clever idea. Okay, we're going to bounce on over to you, Shirley, for this next story. Uh, so. I guess there were, were heaps of rice left over and wasted after the free sushi saga. Uh, and by that, I'm, I'm guessing you mean the salmon uh, mm-hmm. sushi saga because uh, there was, a, a, I guess, a restaurant that was encouraging people who had the name Salmon as their, their actual official name, uh, saying that you can get a free meal. Yeah. Uh, how did that is, result in leftover rice and waste? I know, because that already happened, what... Uh, a week ago, right? Mm-hmm. It was last week. And yet maybe only now some employees decided to post this on, you know, in the news um, where they show pictures of people just, you know, heaps of leftover. I mean, the sushi that they ordered, they got rid of the rice. They only ate the raw fish meat on the top. And so there's like all this leftover rice 
on the table. Wait, so you mean the people who changed their name legally to Salmon yes. Yes. went to the restaurant, uh, got the free salmon, and then got rid of the rice underneath it and just yeah. ate the fish off the top of it? Yeah. Was it all you could eat? It looks like, you know, some of them where they get a discount if one of them Right, change his his or her name to include salmon, and then they can bring five friends at a time. Now, there's this uh, one guy. Well, this one particular guy, not all of them. He kind of like had his friends go shifts because each time, at the most, they can have only six people. Right? I was thinking, like, why don't I just order? Mm. Sashimi, which means just give you the raw fish without the rice. You know, it's funny that you say that. Uh, Jen Delari actually just wrote in and commented, why didn't they change their name to salmon sashimi? There's no rice in sashimi. <laughs> Great I minds know. think alike. <laughs> yeah, really. I have no idea. I just, you know, it's just really puzzling. But that really is a whole waste of so much rice and so much food, which I used to have respect for this restaurant. Uh-oh. Really? Well, I mean, okay, I think the original, so the stunt was a little bit too much to begin yes. with. But the wasting of rice, that was that was yes. the customers that changed their names. Well, the thing is that the restaurant was criticized for not having any measures in place to discourage food waste. Oh. And uh, on top of that, they're thinking about having another round of using tuna in your name. No. Or oh, eel. another round. Oh, my oh, goodness. In your, in your names. At some point, this has got to work against them. There's got to be a little backlash against this. Right. I mean, I have. I don't understand why they're doing this marketing gimmick. It's <laughs> such, such a terrible idea. Honestly. It is a terrible idea. The food is not bad, actually. So you're telling me that you wouldn't change your name to get free salmon or no. tuna? <laughs> no way. I don't want to be stuck with a fishy name in my name. Because <laughs> right. if you don't change your name more than three times, I think three times is the three limit. T- yes. That's the limit. So there was a guy right. who changed his name for the third time, not realizing that his parents had changed his Isn't name twice sad? already. Oh. <laughs> so his name so is- he's going to stay with salmon. <laughs> The rest terrible. of his life. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, none of these characters is really, you know, like <laughs> like appropriate for a name. None of the characters, right? Nobody has, I've never seen anyone with a name, with a fish character on the side, you know, to make up for one of the characters. Nobody. and Or even like the fish itself. Mm. So it's like, why did you even think about this? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just... It's ridiculous. And then now with the food waste, that, that makes it all the worse. So my question is, if you're watching this, would you change your name to Salmon or Tuna? Or what, what would it take to get you to change your name? Uh, maybe, uh, let's see. Andrew, Lobster. Andrew China Airlines, like free flights for the rest of your life? Or <laughs> Andrew Eva Airlines? <laughs> oh, really? Uh, could, would you do it for something like related to food? I mean, that's I. I wouldn't change my name for anything. I don't think. Yeah, I wouldn't change my name either. How about, how about for a million dollars, Paula? A million dollars, Chow. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> but also sounds kind of nice, right? I mean, it has a nice ring to it. <laughs> you mean the characters for a million dollars? Oh no, I'm just thinking a million dollars. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> right, one a million or a billion. <laughs> now you would, right, Paula? Uh, if it's a billion and so you, you want to change your name, you right? could change your last name. Your last name already sounds like Tal, right? Oh, that's a already, trillion. Wow, that tri- is even better. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Paula, that yes. would have been great. I think we should That's, arrange something. Anybody yeah, we should arrange this. Set up a campaign so that Paula can get a, a trillion dollars. Um, I, I'll help you change your name. <laughs> <laughs> so we have more people writing in. Um, 
We have Rashid Naz, very nice smile discussion. Uh, Jen Delari says, can't wait for someone to change their name to Stinky Tofu. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Dabashi Scope says, like RTI. Uh, Rashid Naz says, rice dish is my favorite. I know. Give me all that leftover rice. We can make like stir fried rice with that. Except, you know, the kind of sushi rice, it's... It's sweetened in in some ways because they added a oh yeah or or, or is it actually more vinegar 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 mirin it? yeah it's mirin so it's a sweet kind yeah, of vinegar mirin, taste yeah, to it right I think you could still stir fry that although it's sushi rice I don't know mm. it might taste funny we could roll it into our own sushi what do you think yeah uh, Rashid Nas says good photo uh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was a I photocopy tried. but you know we tried yeah, I'll give you the link. Uh, Gino, thank you for that kind comment. I'm not going to read that aloud on air because that's too kind. <laughs> very, very sweet. Uh, yeah. So let us know. What would you change your uh, your name to? Oh, Rashid Naz says, yes, Biryani in Pakistan. You would change your name to Biryani? Um, Which? It must be delicious. Okay. I think that's what that is. Oh, uh, Let see. me know. That's that's a, a Pakistani food, right? Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Ooh. Yeah. Show us a picture. Um, yeah, show us a picture. Leave us a picture in our comment section. I'd love to know more about that. Uh, if it's delicious enough, you never know. <laughs> right, you never know. I love talking about food. I mean, I feel like we could do a whole uh, 25 minutes just on food. Uh, fortunately, we do have another food story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shirley, yeah. this one is uh, about worshippers at a Taichung temple mm-hmm. who are using u- a unique food offering of mochi and peanuts. And you're going to tell us why, but maybe why? we should guess first. Okay. Can you guess, Paula? Why, why do you think they're making offerings of Paula, mochi and peanuts? <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> no cheating. <laughs> I have no clue. An offering no of, do you want to give us a hint? Do you know what peanuts stand for? Hua sen han hua. Peanuts. Oh, wait. Now, I do know this. I do know this. Yeah? Uh, I know this because Ellen Chu's birthday is coming up. Uh-huh. Oh, no. It already passed. Sorry. Uh, March 19th. And we did a show on longevity. And I think peanuts are a symbol of longevity. Oh, you are right. Yes. Is it right? Right on Yay! the dot. Yeah. Amazing. I had no idea until I looked it up, you know. And um, actually, um, it's according to a phrase, Oh. So, like, if you were to worship peanuts, then you'll eat till you're really old, which means longevity anyway. Uh, Right. Yeah. I see. So, but you have to worship the peanuts. Yeah. And actually, the kind of peanuts they use here is like candy-coated peanuts. Oh, wow. And um, and how they, because um, the peanuts would be skinned. I mean, you get off the skin, right? Mm -hmm. So, that's why it's like... So it's like transformation. So it's like renewing and longevity. Everything all included in there. Like it sounds like... Uh, it's like taking off the clothes, you know, taking off. But it also <laughs> well, I mean, means... The, the changing, transforming, there's a word renewing for that. yourself. No, hold on, hold on. There's oh. another word for that. It's, uh, it's uh, reincarnation. Isn't that what that means? Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, if you use it in a different sense, yes. Right? Totai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not and right. smile, not and smile. <laughs> and Huanggu means change your bones. <laughs> you get well, new bones a, out of this. <laughs> yeah, that's the um, yeah, that's a Chinese phrase. Okay, mm. I like that. Okay, 
So what about mochi? Mochi. Help mochi us out. has nothing to do with longevity. Mochi. No, it doesn't. So it's not, but... it's not longevity. It has something to do with something else. Right. Um, you want me to give a hint? Yes. What's... It's QQ. It's chewy. Yeah. What else? It, about the texture. Why is it chewy? It's it's uh, glutinous. It's glutinous sticky. 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 So sticky. Sticky makes uh, the Jade Emperor's <laughs> mouth sealed shut. So people give offerings of sticky rice during the Lunar New Year. Okay. Or no, the, yeah. the kitchen god. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Let me just tell you um, I, if this is going to help you. Put but, me out of my misery. <laughs> um, this was um, actually this already passed. It was the Toya, which is um, uh, the second day of the second month of the lunar calendar, where people go to the temples to worship the earth gods for good business, prosperity, and harvest. So, business means you want a lot of... Sticky business? <laughs> <laughs> money coming oh, money, in. Money, money, yes, money. So, mochi sticks, keeps the, I mean, sticks the money. Oh, and, le- and, and prevents it from flying away. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Because it says, Oh, I like sticks the that. Rice, the, the money. So you could just make a wall of muaji and like in front of your house and all the money will stick to it and you'll be very rich. Very nice imagination, Andrew. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> How about putting up mochi on your wall in your apartment Ooh. and that would be your money wall. How's that? Huh? Or you could coat yourself in mochi and walk around the market <laughs> and see what sticks to you. <laughs> what, what, isn't it, it's just, I mean, this is interesting because I don't think I've ever heard about these specific kind of foods. At temple offerings. I have so, not heard of these either. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's my first time, but yeah. it's quite interesting, huh? But of course, I mean, at the, on the same day, which mm. I said, it's, uh, uh, it's uh, uh, you know, it's an occasion on uh, for, you know, praying for a whole year of good business and harvest. Um, the food is not just only peanuts, okay, and uh, mochi, but there's also like these, these they um, prepare the um, sesame oil chicken Ooh. and also yofan, like, like greasy rice, sticky I mean, rice, sticky rice, yum, and um, also tangyuan for pingyuan, which means like round, peaceful, you know, like mochi balls with uh, fillings in a, a sweet, sweet dessert. Yes. And this is for uh, peace, and it's peace. Uh, roundness symbolizes sweetness in uh, business, smoothness. yeah, and and angkwe as uh. well, the the red turtle. Oh, um, angkwe, angkwe, yeah. So and that's for what? I mean, that's also it. Well, longevity. Turtle. Yeah, tortoise is also longevity. I just so keep hearing just... like delicious foods named off, and I'm thinking it's uh, <laughs> it, this all solves your hunger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prayer for a plentiful, plentiful uh, dinner table <laughs> and a full belly <laughs> and a full belly. Well, thank you so much for joining us for here in Taiwan. I'm Andrew Ryan. I'm Shirley Lin, and I'm Paula Chow. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. We've got much more coming your way on RTI.
Are you listening? <laughs> This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International from Taipei, Taiwan. 我们今天的节目是《Just Grace Zhou, who was born in the southern city of Kaohsiung, began her career in the music industry by chance. In 1999, she recorded a CD for herself, and two music producers love it so much. In the same year, Zhou released her first album, which was a huge hit, selling 500,000 copies. Zhou, then a little-known singer, was even invited to be a guest performer at a Big Stars concert in Hong Kong. To start of the show, I'm going to play two songs from her first album, 不想让你知道, Don't Want to Let You Know, and 约定 and Appointment. i 
Was Yueding or an appointment by Zhou Hui or Grace Zhou? Before that, another song we played is entitled "Don't Want to Let You Know." In 2000, Zhou released her second album, and two years later, there was another album titled 
a lonely city. It is also the name of the title track of the album.
That was A Lonely City by Zhou Hui. The next piece I'm going to play is a duet. The song is called My Movie. Grace Zhou sang the song along with Hong Kong movie star and singer Jackie Chan. That was the first time she had ever worked with a male singer.
在下个剧本里，下个结局里。You're listening to Just Classics on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Paula Chow. Today I'm featuring Zhou Hui or Grace Zhou's music. Zhou is a very talented singer. She has a beautiful, soft, and gentle voice, and her music is mostly about love and relationships. Now let's hear two songs from her second album, which was released in 2000. One is entitled "Really Want to Love You," and another is called "An Issue."
只能藏成秘密。关上窗外的雨，反复触碰你爱过的痕迹。好想好。Last November, Grace Jo held a concert in Taipei, and all tickets were sold out for just the classics. I'm Paula Chow. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies: in Southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kilohertz. Again, that's in Southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kilohertz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me/radiotaiwaninternational. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me/radiotaiwaninternational for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. Thank、you